Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of Talking at the Talon. I'm Bess. I'm Alex. And we are joined this week by Shiny Nickel 91 aka Eric. I think I think it's you have the aka backwards. Yeah. It's Eric aka Shiny Nickel 91. Well, it very much depends on the context. <laughs> yeah. Either way, we'll be calling you Eric. So. Understandable. Um... So, and so this episode was Hourglass, uh, which is a pretty interesting episode, actually. This is... Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, and it's, like, important. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I feel like this is, like, definitely... for the show and, like, finishedly. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the definitely more important in terms of, like, the overall show, both arcs and theme stuff and just like and also for fan work purposes it's one of the most important episodes of season one i feel like that's probably fair so in this episode uh we are at a uh pete and clark and lana are all volunteering at a retirement home for reasons that are basically plot yeah. Well, I think they said something about it at the beginning of the episode. Something well, about community service. Which Pete and Clark were doing, and, like, Lana apparently is, like, regularly volunteers, Plot. it seems like. Which, I guess. The, well, I, I, it seemed like, yeah, Lana is just volunteering because Lana's everywhere. Like, Lana's perfect and does and good then, things. I, I think they have to do it as part of, like, a graduation requirement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're freshmen, though. They can't be, I mean, Smallville. For, for school. Smallville. Yes. <laughs> For school or something. Well, and I then, mean, I know that... So, for the IB program, I remember that to get a full IB yeah. diploma, you had to do a certain amount of, like, community sure. well, involvement or whatever, but... Pete brings it up at the beginning. is like, we could be supervising the swim lessons for the yeah, girl like, swim team. Or something, yeah. because but, Pete's entire characterization for most of this show is, like, he likes girls. Yes! <laughs> right. And then Clark is like, but Lana's here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. So, anyway. So, they're at this retirement home, and there is... Well, so there's two... There's two, two people there yes. of note to this to, uh, plot importance. Yes. One is... One is literally named Cassandra. Cassandra and can tell the future, which, like, no one ever... Like, I honestly feel like they could have had someone comment on that. Like, Lex yeah. should, like, comment on that. Right? You know? um, one would think. Especially in an episode where someone quotes, uh, writes yeah. down a Greek, yeah, like, no, whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, the other guy, yeah, the Greek quotes, quotes. I don't remember Euripides, I want to say it was Euripides. I think it is, because that's the first thing I thought of, was yeah. Euripides. Um, so, but yeah, so she, she can tell the future because she was blinded in the... Um, a meteor fell behind her house, and it, like... Yeah, there was, it, like, flashed or something right, across her. her vision, and yeah, and it, like, blinded her, but now she can see the future, Which but only like, when she touches someone. Right. Obviously very classic blind person superpowers. And, like, they, they do the thing where when she touches someone and sees, the, sees their future, her hand glows, but also in the opening scene, um, she was reading, uh, Braille, and her finger was glo- glowing 
as she read the Braille. Oh. Which is, like, yeah. super weird. Yeah. Like, that's kind of taking the, like, blindness is a superpower to a really extreme. Yeah. Like, reading Braille, also a superpower or something, <laughs> apparently. I guess. Or she was reading the future of the paper. <laughs> um, I mean, that is also technically a superpower, yeah, seeing objects, the future of an yeah. object. But she did not mention that, so... <laughs> Initially, she tells Pete that he, he ha- he's going to have to walk home, and then he realizes he's locked his keys in his car, and then she tells Clark that someone close to him is going to die. Yes. Which, it's also weird, like, that later when she touches Clark, he sees the vision, but that first time he doesn't. Right. And then, like, usually all of her other things, they're, like, visions that are, like, these images happening, but, like, that one is, like... The wording is really important. Yeah. So, like, it couldn't actually have been a vision. Right. So I don't know how that worked exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the wording could have been... I mean, she could have... She, I guess she could have seen herself die. Right, I was gonna say... decided so, to word it cryptically So at the reason. end of this episode, she dies. And the whole point of this, someone close to you will die, is obviously Clark freaks out and, like, goes home, and, and Jonathan and Martha are, like, doing something with power tools on the farm, and he's like, oh no, you have to be safe! Because now all of a sudden he's worried that somebody, like, one of his, you know, family members or close friends is gonna die, and, spoiler alert, at the end of the episode... The wording turns out to be important because it is somebody in close physical proximity to him will die, and that person turns out to be Cassandra. Yes. Although, uh, the only person beside his parents he actually worries about is Lex. Right. We don't see him freak out about anyone else. No, it's true. <laughs> we don't see him freak out about Pete or Chloe or Lana or... I feel like technically, considering we never see the the old guy again after the silo, that's also... Technically true, someone close to him. Yeah, he was reasonably uh, close in proximity at yeah. the time, too. And he certainly died. But yeah, so that's the other, the other plot, is that there is this old guy who was a murderer, who didn't get into a conservatory program for piano, and then killed... The person who decided not to let him in. No, or he, the person, killed he killed the, the son. The other, yeah, the son of the person, right. Yeah. Um, and now he, he falls into, he, he, he's in a wheelchair and he falls into a lake out behind the, the nursing home, which is like also- Like a pond. It's like right, a, a pond, koi pond. Which is also, like, super full of kryptonite, because that's just, all, like, like, all apparently all bodies of water in Smallville are just full of kryptonite. Like, all water. Really just- All a- water. How does Clark <coughs> drink water in Smallville? Because all Smallville water appears to have kryptonite. Well, presumably it doesn't, like, break down and actually infect the, like- I suppose. Although, I mean, in other times it sort of does. Exactly. So, <laughs> kryptonite just does what it wants, okay? <laughs> I feel- the kryptonite does what the writers yes. want. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he he falls into this lake in his in or pond, and also at the same time gets electrocuted because there's some. He pulls down a string of like Christmas light. Yeah, and gets electrocuted, and like it turns younger. Uh, and then he goes out to like kill some more children of people he feels have wronged him. Yeah. Right. Which includes the. Basically, the children of the entire jury that convicted him 
right? Yeah. Which was apparently published in a newspaper article. Like, in a which, list, in a list format, too. Like right. Format it was like, really... it was like, here are the jurors! Like, I feel like One, you don't name! Right. I, two, name! I feel like you don't normally see a newspaper article that's like a block of text and then suddenly like a numbered list of no, people. No, no. Like, that's not really... That is not really a newspaper thing. Newspaper style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not really a thing that happens. Also... No one just lists jurors in newspapers. No, right. there, no, there's no, no you can't do that. To do that, yeah. No. Yeah, is that actually, like, illegal? Is that, like, protected? I, I imagine that depends. I, I mean, I mean, first of all, I a I sp- bear no... I, professionally, I do civil law, yeah, not right. criminal law, sure. so, like, I do not know anything more about criminal law than you do. makes sense that No, I mean, it's, like, asking like, for trouble. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, this is a murderer that got convicted guilty. Here's the people who said he was guilty. Yeah. Nothing bad can come of this. Right, yeah. right. But so that includes... That list includes Jonathan's yes. father? Yes, Jonathan's father was a juror in his trial. Yeah, so they, so he's going around trying to kill all the children and grandchildren of the jurors in his trial who convicted him. And then he's also, like, wandering around and, like, being a young person but saying really, like, old person-y stuff. Yeah. So there's right, the and like you wanted me to note where, um, uh, he says to Chloe, like, I heard this was where young people congregate. And yeah. Chloe's like, yes, we congregate here often. Yeah! <laughs> it was just so, like... <laughs> Oh, we all just laughed at that because it was so, like... I mean, which, you know, to to the show's credit, that was meant to be a joke. Yes. So, like, good job on getting a laugh on a thing that was actually meant to be a joke <laughs> and not a thing that was definitely not meant to be a joke. The fact that that's notable is amazing. Like, oh, this show. So, yeah, so they do that thing and, yeah, he bitches about, like, you know old people, like, you know, like, inflation, coffee, cause how much is just regular coffee? Oh, it's too, like, 275, yeah. do they carry it here by hand? Blah, 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 blah. So, sure. so yeah, I, he, he goes after, uh, he kills this one guy, um, he goes after this, the waitress slash barista at the very confusing restaurant slash coffee shop that is the beanery. Right. Um, where Which, they... Yeah. They serve food and bring stuff to your table, despite, like, obviously being most, like... It's a it's, it's called, coffee it's shop. It's called the Beanery. Like, right. it should be primarily a coffee shop. Right, and but... the thing is, there are coffee shops that, like, serve sandwiches and stuff, and there are even coffee shops that serve sandwiches with, like, table service, where, like, you order it at the counter and then they bring yeah. it to your table. This one seems to have... They have table service for their drinks. Which is like yeah. Well, and also the the like she 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 brings him came up to him. Yeah, brings him a sandwich and and then then asks him if he wants coffee. Yeah, and is like, like, "What would you like to drink?" And then points at this like whole coffee menu, and it's like that that is not how that works, like ever. And then yeah, and then he goes after after Jonathan and um Clark. Uh, he Martha's home, and they he takes a machete and chases her into the silo. Yes. Um, I have a thing about the silo scene. Yeah? Okay. So, knowing how horribly dangerous corn silos are, uh-huh. I do not believe that Martha that they, would 
run in there? Or, no, but or... that there's just a chain oh, that was hanging released. there for people to in the bottom of the silo to That's pull a... and bury themselves Good with. Good point. Like, what is the functionality of that chain? You can only pull it if you're standing there yeah. about to have a bunch of corn dumped on you. So, yeah, so she runs into the silo and then, like, he comes in after her and she pulls this chain that, like, makes the corn fall on them and... Like, They're... people people on farms die all the time from corn silo accidents, and not, that's not even, like, getting corn falling at There's people at the top just falling into the corn at the top and drowning that way. So, like, just horrifyingly unsafe. <coughs> yeah, yeah, no, none of that. You're totally right. None of that makes yes. any sense at all. No. Like, it's not really, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, and then, yeah, Clark yeah, and Clark Jonathan. pulls her out of the, the corn at the last minute yeah. when she's about to, like, drown, and the old guy does drown, and I have to assume that they then call the police and have them deal with the body and don't just, like, yep. deal with it themselves. But so, knows? we're six episodes in now, and we have the seen police the police. Showed up. The police showed up in this. Oh, that's true. Yes, they, the true. sheriff showed the up sheriff to showed take up. him away in the hospital. Uh, yep. he, he, they arrested <coughs> the guy when he was attacking this waitress, but then he had turned back into an old guy, so they were like, well, this is clearly not the same guy. We, found, we found our missing old guy. Oh, look. So, yeah. In the same place that the copycat murderer we left I mean, last night. I mean, like, I can't really blame them for not being, like... Probably he's the same person, but like with magical aging, because, but but also small, but also Smallville. Um. So yeah. So we're now six episodes in. We have had. Wait, I can tell you exactly how many deaths we have had so far, and the police have shown <coughs> up twice. Yeah, there were two deaths here. The police showed up here, and again, like at th- this time, they definitely tried to be helpful, but in the end, did not accomplish anything. Yep. Alright, so we've had a total of four definite deaths and two maybe deaths. No, wait, make that one maybe death. So, four maybe, f- oh wait, no, plus this episode. So, two deaths this episode. Yeah. Oh, no, three. Three. Wait, who was the third? Well, Cassandra and the guy and the guy, the guy he killed. Oh, yeah, good point. So, okay, so we have three definite deaths this episode. So many deaths, comparatively. Well, Cassandra was, like, almost die of natural causes. Yeah, but it was still a death. I mean, I think it is implied that she died of evil, uh, (laughs) or something. (laughs) I I thought because, like, the way Lex looked at the flowers he brought her, that she died due to allergies? I don't think that was supposed to be the implication. I don't think so either, but that's the first thing I I think. I don't know why he looked... Okay, so we should, like, say... Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. So so we have seven, maybe eight deaths total, six episodes into this show, and the police have showed up twice. Yeah. Um, but so that's... So that's mostly the the guy plotline. I don't remember his name at all. Fuck. Uh, Uh, Harry? Harry something. Um, and he was played, the younger him was played by the actor who played Vaughn on Community. Tiny Um, nipples guy! So that was, yeah. He's very good at looking, like, smarmy. He seems very smarmy. He totally seems smarmy. Um, the other thing with Cassandra is sort of the B-plot, but it's, like, much more important, really, to the, like, show as a whole, is that, like, after Clark, after Clark gets that first prophecy, he goes back and, um... He touches Cassandra again, and she, he sees a vision too, which is him kneeling in the rain, surrounded in a circle by the graves of 
Oh yeah. Oh, of his, his par- parents. Both his parents. Um, Clark. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And Lo- Lana. Yeah. Pete, Chloe, and Lana. Not Lex. Yeah. Not Lex. So right. Like everyone, like important that he knows at this point, except Lex. Yes. Um. The entirety of the main cast, except himself and Lex. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, I assume is about him. Like, and he says that kind of, that he, like, can survive a lot, so it's presumably about him, like, outliving everybody. Everyone, right. Um, but we were saying it, you know, has to be somewhat metaphorical, because I assume they do not, they do not actually arrange the gravestones of everyone he knows in a circle. <gasps> so well, and it's also very specifically, I pointed out, it's very specifically, like, yeah, everybody that knows he knows in right high now. school. Like, yeah. it's not like, you know, Lois isn't there, it's yeah. not like... Well, in the vision, he does the, like kneels down and yeah. yells no, no to the sky thing. Well, uh, if you think of it, like, more of the visions are metaphorical yes. than they are oh, actual. The later ones with, the one with Lex yeah. is, like, definitely the, uh, metaphorical <coughs> because it, rain, it involves blood raining yes. down from the but sky. But the second vision we see with Clark is actually shot, like, the clips of, yeah. like, where there's, like, people in danger, and those are presumably, it's, like, things that actually happen at Well, it's, they show well, yeah, they the, show they show the, the girl, girl, the girl that he rescues, but also some and other people show, that are, like... It's, it's really important because they show her necklace yeah. in the vision, and, we can, and like, then he sees a picture her, her yeah. later. But so, yeah, so then the, like, Lex, uh, like, Clerk t- has told Lex about this, and he goes to see Cassandra first to get her to, like, try and tell him something about Clark. And she doesn't. Right. Uh, and then at the end of the well, episode... Well, and the other thing that was important there, too, is that she had had a conversation with Clark about, like... Well, that was later, though. The oh, okay, conversation Where she was, like, she's seen him in other people's visions, helping people, and kind of knows yeah. there's something about him. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also she's, like, nobody else has ever seen... Like, you saw yeah, the vision, yeah. no one else has ever seen right. the vision before, like, there is something about you that is different. Yes. So, but at the end, like, Lex does go and and... And touches her hand, and there's the vision we see, which is uh, Lex is in the Oval Office wearing a white suit, which I always think looks like it really doesn't fit him properly. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, Something about it feels like it's cut weird. Yeah. Um, And he's got, like, one black glove on his hand, and he goes outside, and there's a field of sunflowers, and then he, like, leans down to touch one, and it turns into a... It, like, it dies, dies and, and then withers. there's, like, a field of bones, and it starts raining blood. Yes. Uh, onto his white suit. Yes. And he's, like, looking at the sky, and if you have literally, if you've watched, like, more than one Smallville yeah. bit in your life, it's, you have probably seen very, this shot, because it's super iconic. Right. It's heavily vitted. And, yes. like, the, probably the most important part of this episode, even in terms of the show, in that, like, various elements of that do come up again. Yes. But I mean, like, also, this is the first episode where they really get into, like, the destiny stuff a lot. Yeah, no, that's true. Which becomes, like, more and more important. And Lex talks repeatedly about how, like, I don't believe in fate. Right, like, I think I make people make their own destiny or something. Which is, yeah. I think the other really important part is uh, Lex showing Clark the the car. Yeah, right. That's, which we've seen that he has that, like, showroom for the car. Right. Um... But there's a scene where he takes Clark to see it. Yes. And, like, asks him very directly a couple of questions like, this seems impossible, is there anything you remember about this? And Clark is just like, no, you must be wrong. And this is where I start actually getting annoyed at him. Because, like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But to be fair, I mean, like, yes, but also, like, this is 
probably like it's it's I was okay, Clark. It's, it's I, early still, it's, and this it's is way not early. It's not, way early, and and like Lex, while Clark is close to him, like if I was Clark, I wouldn't be like this dude who I really like, but met like two months ago or whatever. Like I will trust him with this potentially life threatening secret. Like no, it's it's. Fine, I guess. It's really, you know, the pattern that becomes... Okay, it becomes an issue <laughs> yes, later, but my yes. point is that at this point... You're not wrong. I, like, Clark yeah. also wasn't being super, like, bad or annoying about it. He was no. just, like, it was just very much, like, he he wasn't, like, making up ridiculous... This wasn't it gets metal fatigue, it you know? Yes. It, this is, like... This is just genuinely, like, plain dumb, you know, because he's like, I can't tell, like, I'm not in a position where it's safe to tell Lex my secret. Yeah. But so the thing Lex keeps saying is, like, he was supposed to die that day, and he didn't, and he doesn't know why, and he thinks it's, like, important, and that, 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 that is something about destiny, or yes, whatever. But so, yeah, I mean, the thing with the show and destiny is, like, the whole premise is, like, the audience, we as the audience, know that there is, like, an endpoint to this story and, like, what it is in the broad sense. Right. right. But this is the first episode where they introduce, like, like in the universe of the show, they are destined to sure. end up that way. And there's something about that that, like, increasingly I find really frustrating. Well, it gets a lot more overt right. in season two. The, the whole cave plotline is, yes. like, hammers it home. But yeah, I mean, like, there's just, it's, it's, it becomes this thing where, like, and it's mostly about Clark and Lex, the destiny thing, right? And it becomes this thing where it's, like, neither of them actually has a choice about anything. It's, like, it's just, like, predestined. Um, Well, it kind of, like, as you were saying, like, we, the audience knows it's gonna (laughs) happen. The writers don't have any room for it either, because it's not like the writers can go off the rails as No, much. but the thing is, like, that you don't, you you can write a story where you know the ending, but it doesn't have to mean that, like, in this, in the universe of the story, the characters are not, like, the the, the destiny is so built into the actual world. Yeah, no, like I, I understand thing. your that's point, because the thing yeah. is, like, just because you have an end point doesn't necessarily mean that you can't write an organic, like coherent story about how you get to that end point. Right. And the thing is, like, also it, that it it ties in a lot to, like, as the show goes on, increasingly, like, you're kind of like, so Clark is a hero because, like, everyone knows he's going to be a hero, and... And Lex like, is evil because, because like, he he's will just, be evil. is going to be evil. Yeah. And, like, it, it... They could, like, definitely at this point, they could still tell a story where it was about, like... Things that happen and people making choices, but they kind of well, they do. Don't. They do get a bit into that in season two as yeah. well. Like, um, there's, I remember there's a talk with the the comic book in the show, the the, the warrior, warrior angel, angel. yeah, <laughs> warrior angel's best friend, Delivicus, who used who goes <laughs> evil and it's the yeah. it's the little kid and he's like, why do you think oh, Delivicus no, turned I, evil? I, yeah, the road to darkness is a journey, not a light. Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that line because it's so like, oh, uh, yeah. writers, do you even know what you're writing? We'll get into this when we get no, to this. We, we're, point we're getting way ahead. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping way ahead. I feel but, like this is my fault because that's where I am. No, no. Oh, so for the record, 
Y'all know we've told you how much Alex and I have seen, but Eric just recently started watching Smallville for the first time. Like, what, like a month ago? Not even. Not like, even. And maybe. And a he month just ago. finished season two, so he hasn't gotten any further than that. So, um, but anyway, so. But yeah, it, it sets up that whole, like, yeah. destiny thing, which is, like, becomes super important. Right. Um. Right. And I think they. They feel the need to hammer that home. I mean, they're not subtle about anything. Like, so. No. <laughs> they've never been subtle. Yeah. So. No, but yeah, yeah. but, but they, there they, has been They no... come back to this a lot, and it's very, yeah, emphasized. Right. Um, but I, I also thought it was interesting, like, um, that the, uh, the guy, the Harry, who was killing people, had this whole thing about, like, the sins of the father, um... And that that never got thematically linked to anything else, even though, like, yeah, you clearly could link it to, like, Especially life. Especially with, like, life. I was yeah. just gonna or, say, like, there's like, various things you could you do could with do, that. You could do hella things with both Jonathan and Lionel with right, that. Right, right. And they super do not. And while I'm not sure I would expect them to do stuff on this show with Jonathan about that, I kind of would actually expect them to do stuff with Lionel. Because, right, like, like, that's kind of the entire, like, purpose deal of Lionel. With Lionel and right. Lex is a lot of that kind of thing, but they just don't, like, actually deal with that. Well, I mean, you know, this is us expecting the Smallville writers to have, like, any sort of coherency, or this is that thing we keep coming back to where, in the vast majority of episodes, they don't there's um, no like thematic effectively thing tying out the the yeah they don't effectively right yeah. link the whole ensemble cast and their varying plot lines together with a thematic thing. It's really rare that they actually do that well, successfully. I feel like they do that a bit in season two. Like they, 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 they <coughs> here's the thing: they hit it in a few episodes. We were talking about yeah. how we were surprised by how successfully they did that in um was it Hothead? Yeah. No, and it's, like, they they do sometimes, I think, with... I mean, season one, like, is also kind of rougher than, like, season two or three. Yeah. Um, so... But, like, it, it just seems like once you've written that scene where he, he does that thing about scenes of the father, it would occur to you that you could link that to something else and, like, create some kind of thematic something. Right. But, like... Okay, but think, like, yeah. the Smallville writers. I don't know. Just turn off parts of your brain. <laughs> I feel like I'm willing to cut... A bit more slack to the show as it is first season. It's no, I mean, and it's like partly we're very like jaded by having yeah. seen a lot of the rest <laughs> of it and the things it doesn't do that well. So like, it's yeah, it's reasonable to like a be lot more of shows like, for, don't like, hit no. their stride. That's until, definitely like, sure. true. Smallville, does Smallville ever hit a stride? I mean, uh, you know, I would say the first half of season three is the third point of Smallville. Actually. Fair enough. Um, for the stuff that I care about anyway. Right. I, some people really like the, like, lots of superhero stuff in later seasons. Yeah, but. sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know, there's very... <sighs> yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like, that's, you so could have done something with that, but not, not, nothing. But they didn't. Which is typical. Just yeah. typical small <laughs> So, and like, that's... There's also like one scene with Lana in this episode. Um, that, yeah, well, that... that's the that's the thing that I keep coming back to with Lana is the I could if I was watching this without 
future knowledge. Yeah. I could forgive right. a it's lot of the current I, characterization. I liked that scene, actually. Yeah. Like, where she was saying, like, she, she went in and saw Chloe's Wall of Weird, which has that, like, cover, the Time Magazine cover, where of her as a little girl. I think we've um, actually talked about this scene in previous episodes when we've talked about Lana a little bit, about how well, she she's talks mentioned, about... Right, like, this is kind of the one... But she, she says, like, everyone just sees me as this tragic you know, innocent. She, she's looking at the, the Time Magazine cover with Clark, and she talks about how, you know, she just wants to get away from being that little girl in the princess right. and dress. everyone, like, knowing about that and seeing her as that person. Right, and she tells Clark that you're the only one who doesn't see me that way. Which is, like, I don't think that's accurate. I think Clark pretty much does see her that way, or, like, like Clark sees her maybe as something else, but that is equally unrelated to, like, who she actually is. Right, right. Um, but... Yeah, and it's like, that would be a really good scene, especially if it led to, like, her actually, de- like, becoming some other person. Right. Or, but like, the thing finding is, herself and, like, getting away from that image. But, we've like, seen, like, future seasons, and that never happens. That or, never like, materializes. Know, it, yeah, she, she just kind of bounces from, like, being defined by different relationships, right. basically. And, like, right. other, yeah. So, like, it's, yeah, I like that scene, and I wish that, it, like, the rest of the show, like, followed up on that properly. I know, but, I know. Yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, so I think that... Partly, we are coming at this from a much more jaded place than you are, Eric, because we just have so much more future knowledge, and we're, we we understand the true depths of, of, like, the terribleness to which this goes. This is understandable. I mean, I know I've warned you about that, but, like, you really just have to experience it for yourself. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I would like to say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm really not. Godspeed, my friend. Godspeed. Alright, so a huge thanks to Eric for being on this episode with us. We enjoyed having him. Um, So, Rex now. Um, So I have a vid to Rex this week uh, in honor of the extremely iconic shot of the uh Lex flash forward slash vision. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't think you could really call it a flash okay, forward. Vision it's, it's far too metaphorical for that. Yeah. One assumes. It would be very hard to engineer a situation in which that could literally happen. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So um, vision. Yeah. Um prophecy sort of thing. Yeah. 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 But we we talked a little bit about how this is uh really used in like Basically every Smallville vid. Or every, like, big, like, either, like, Lex-focused or, like, Clark-Lex going into the future enemy stuff. Right, right. So, um... Um, Yeah, and I... Interestingly, like, Mm -hmm. the Clark vision not used as much. No, I mean, it's used sometimes, but, like, not... But it's a lot less... um, I would call it a less iconic vid shot. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think that makes sense. Like, it's not as, sort of, visceral, or, like, yeah. it doesn't, like... Yeah. Pa- like, the thing about the, those that, that prophecy thing of Lex is it, like, packs a lot of stuff into, like, Yeah, no, it's it's long. And, like, too. typically of Smallville, it's not at all subtle, but... Right, <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, um, so I actually originally wanted to wreck a different vid for this episode, but, um, we ran into our first instance of, uh... We wanted to wreck a vid for you, and we went to look up the vid post, and that vid is no longer online. Yeah. 
Uh, so this probably will happen again, but, uh, do know that when we wreck vids, um... We are making sure that they're available for you. We are making sure that so they're available, but, like... leave out some yeah, things. potentially this means that, like, if you were in Smallville fandom back in the day or, or whatever, and you were like, oh, I loved this vid, or, you know, you were aware of vids that were out at the time, there is a decent chance that we know those vids and sometimes would probably like to wreck those vids, but we just can't because so many of them, like, as is the nature of vids, so many of them are not online ten years later. They just Yeah, yeah like, this one that we checked, the, the website that the vid was hosted on appears to not even be a functional hosting website. Anymore. Yeah, no, so... it's, yeah, it was on, like, Zoo Upload or something, <laughs> and it was like, it. and it was like, anymore. buy this domain, and we were like, well. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and the, yeah, the LJ announcement post is all locked down, and the person's LJ hasn't been updated since, like, 2009, so, ah, uh, the, the dangers of, yeah. yeah, dangers of old fandoms. Uh, but the good news is that the vid that I am wrecking is a really excellent vid that we definitely would have wrecked anyway at some other point, but we are wrecking it this week, um, because it does, in fact, feature that Lex... Prof- yeah. prophetic A lot of image. clips from that sequence. Yes, like, very prominently. Um, so the vid is uh, Change in the House of Flies by Obsessive24, who is an incredibly talented vidder. And um, this vid is so dense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely the kind of vid you want to watch a lot of times to kind of get everything out of. Yeah. And, uh, and she, she actually, actually has a has an audio commentary. Yeah, which um, um, which I really do recommend listening to. It's really um, interesting. Uh, but yeah, so this vid is, it's it's got a, it's telling a very intricate story. It's, um, it's really, it is the story of Clark and Lex and sort of the arc of their of their friendship to, to, uh, enemies. Yeah. To, yeah, and, um, it's, it's, it's very sad. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's really interesting. Um, and it's got a lot of interesting stuff with yeah. Lex so, I mean, and Lex's uh, point of view. Yeah, it, it, it does deal a lot with, like, some of what we were talking about in terms of, like, how much it feels like predetermined, predetermined yeah. and not just on the level, like in a really intense way where it, right. it seems like there is no way it could have possibly gone any other way. Right. Sort of. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, also the, uh, they have sort of like <clears throat> the, the first segment is like Clark's point of view on Lex turning evil which is, like, uses one of the parts that uses the most of that. Yeah, that shot. That, yeah. That word. From this episode, um, but then the, like, the second segment is is Lex's point of view on the way that Clark changes. Yeah. Well, and which... there's a lot of really interesting stuff about the way that, like, Clark really, le- like, lets Lex down. Yes. Um... Yeah, and use of some specific things that we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. It involves a lot of, you know, <laughs> but, um... Some stuff with Lex's father and... Yeah, the, the, the you know, mid-season three shattered asylum stuff, which yeah. is, like, super important yeah. to this whole story. Right. And, uh, and everything. But, like, but also, like, um, 
we haven't really gotten to the stuff in the show about this. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, you know, there's this this idea with, like, a lot of portrayals of, like, Lex Luthor in, like, comics and stuff that he thinks Superman is a threat. And most of the time, that's, like... Legit. Well, I mean, kind of. Okay. Like, most of the time it's, like, a little bit legit, but also, like, pretty... Well, a justification for, like, no, an well, ego thing. What I mean is that, like, the points are legit. Like, it's, yeah. like... No, I mean, like, he... he like, occasionally there are, like, genuine... He's not actually wrong. Intellectual it's just, But a lot of them in comics stuff. are based on the whole conceit that, like, he doesn't actually know... Clark. No, right. And also, but, like, I, you know, I, I, most of the time that's kind of, like, that's not, act, like, that might be, that might, that might be his reasoning, and that might be fairly good reasoning, it's but that's not actually why he's yeah. doing that stuff. Right, right. But the thing is, like, in later seasons of Smallville, if you, if you actually, like, think about, like, the information that Lex has available to him, and, like, what he sees Clark doing over the course of the entire show, it's, like, in extremely legitimate for him to think that Clark is a threat. Yeah. Um. Well, and the other thing about this vid is that this is one of several vids, um, many of which I really, really like, um, most of which I think, yeah. <laughs> um, that use comics imagery and integrate oh, it yeah, into right. the no, so that into yeah. the vid, and it's really, um, especially since this is a vid that's kind of about like where this relationship goes in the future and like how they get there. The the comics imagery especially is really like it kind of opens and closes the vid, and there's a couple images throughout, and it's really like I think it's a really effective yeah. way to sort of. Like, yeah, it's a really... It, it, draw the Smallville imagery yes. into, like, where we all know this is going with comics. Right. It it brings you, like, immediately into, like, oh, that's the future. Yeah. Like, really plainly, in a way that, you know, because they can't... You can't actually use Smallville footage even from the end, because they right. never, like, they never do that. No actually. tights, no flight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, like, so the thing of, like... The second segment, I think, is one of the most interesting parts of this vid, and it, like, really emotionally conveys the way that, like, Clark can seem dangerous yeah. from an outside perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So. So anyway, this is, yeah, this no, is I mean, a really like good, interesting vid. There's a lot packed into, what is it, like, four minutes? Probably. Yeah, it's not, Something it's like not that. long. It's not super uh, long, but there's there's a lot of, of stuff packed in there. And, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend grabbing this one and watching it. Like yeah. maybe three or four times, and check out her commentary too. Yeah, and the commentary is really, really nice. Um, and I think <laughs> even if she calls the, <laughs> the seal of the United States the White House logo, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, I forgive her. She's not no. American. I mean, it's not, it's you fine. Know, I understand what she meant, but yeah. uh, but that was no, funny for funny. us. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, I I really like uh, when people do that kind of stuff for vids too because. It, well, and it especially can, for vids like this. Vids, vids like this, yeah. But it can take a while to, like, really get used to watching vids and to, like, be able to get everything out of them. And, like, yeah. stuff like this helps a lot. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, if you ever, if you find yourself being, like, vids are cool, but I'm not quite sure about, like, reading the exact, like, story in them or whatever, like, check out, watch this vid, and then go watch the commentary for the vid, and then watch the vid again. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. So, um, on to your wreck. Yeah, so I am wrecking a uh, fic, which is Genesis by Rivkuti. Uh, this is the first Rivkuti fic we've wrecked, I think, but it is not going to be the last. No, it's not. Isn't it? No, I wrecked one in <sighs> I forgot. two. Yes, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> we're gonna wreck-, wreck a lot of her fix. Yes, fics. like probably almost all her fics. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, so Genesis. Uh, I wanted to. I, there's a couple. Like I probably actually a lot of different like time travel based sort of like someone comes from the future to try and like fix things to kind of like fix the inevitability issue yeah, kind of to right. try and like make things better right um and uh this one specifically references like at the beginning of this fic the imagery yeah. used in in the well i mean yeah the 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 first paragraph yeah. of this fic is there was never any circle of graves not really i'd known all along that there couldn't be who puts graves all <laughs> facing in a circle with no path leading in Near the end, I'd considered building myself a graveyard, but it was a useless gesture since I'd already seen it years ago in an old woman's mind. Yeah. So, so that's how this fic opens. <laughs> good thing you, you read that instead of me, because I still always get really confused about the word gesture. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your weird gesture thing. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, that's, you know, that's the, the starting off point for this. Um, but, so this is a, I also want to, like, this is a fic that I think needs, like, warnings. Uh, uh, yes. For being, for one thing, sort of generally kind of extremely, like, doom-laden and unsettling. Uh, which, like, this is the first, definitely the first thing that I've wrecked that I felt like I've needed to say that. But, like, it is not going to be the last. Yeah. Um, well, we haven't gotten very far <laughs> no, yet. No, right. We haven't gotten very far. But, yeah, but there are, a, you have a yes, lot I, of Smallville wrecks yes, that are I have a lot, be... And, you know, there's, you know, there's fairly dark subject matter type stuff yeah. that you can do with this, I mean, and I tend to be drawn to that. Yeah, so. no, I most of my recs will, not all, but most of mine will less, tend to not Less be everyone is dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to put it mildly, yes. I mean, I, I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but, like, my fic tastes tend to lean much towards the more, like, fluffy, happy... Right. And I, um, I do not mind... Like, I, you know, I also will wreck relatively fluffy things. But yeah, so so this is, like, literally does uh, open with basically everyone in the world dead. Yeah. Um, and Clark is trying to go back in time to try and, like, fix that. Um, it doesn't necessarily go... And it's, like, future, like, Justice League stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of, you know... But yeah, that's, like, the background sure. kind of, of, of sure. the thing. Yeah, so, so Clark... Oh, and also warnings for... Yeah, also warnings for some iffy consent stuff with some sex. So, but Clark goes back in time um, to to try and fix that. He he intends uh, to actually go back in time and kill Lex to prevent that from happening. That does not quite what ends up happening. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the, like, setup. And it's really... I don't want to talk too much about, like, the ending, but I find the ending really interesting. Um, uh, I, without spoiling really anything, I will say, like, again, he's the, like, not necessarily happy fluffy times. There's not yeah. necessarily a right. happy it's, ending. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, better, but, yeah, there's, it's sort of, it's, but it's, 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 the whole tone of the fic is generally pretty unsettling, so. Yeah. Yeah, if you it's do not want to read dark. things that aren't just, like, happy, don't read this, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really interesting, and, like, it gets into, like, a certain amount of discussion of, like, or consideration of, like, what... Like, he goes back, actually, to season one-ish, I think, to try and prevent this. And it's, like, interesting, like, what 
stuff along the way will lead up to, you know... Sure, the, sure. The thing that is the end point of this. Yeah. So yeah, no, but it's, it's, a, it's a really good fic. And, and it's an interesting sort of conceit. Yeah. So yeah, so those are our... Uh, those are our wrecks this week. They're both both a little on the dark side, but... Yeah, well, I think that is reasonable. Yeah. Um, I mean, this episode is not in itself hugely dark, but it's the first one to really bring up the, like... It's the first one that like, hints at right, the future it, like, darkness. really raises the issue of the future darkness. Right, so, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that'll wrap it up for this episode. Um, we had, uh, when we were talking to Eric, we kind of got off topic. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and ended up giving, get, doing, like least half an hour more material than we needed for this show. Yeah. Uh, so, and we ended up talking a lot about some comparisons about superhero identities and comparing this show to The Flash. Right, so, which we were all watching, and, you know, there's yeah. obviously things to be talked about there, so yep. that's, like, uh, outside the purview of this episode, but we're going to edit it down to a bonus and have that out, hopefully, in the next couple weeks. Yeah, so, um, so keep an eye out for a bonus episode with that material in it. We'll also have a bonus episode that should be out before our next episode that um, talks about our new rating system for uh, Lex's ah, yes, evilness, evil which uh, we talked about a little bit when we had things with wings on, and we've decided to actually go ahead and do that thing. So we've released a, uh, we've, we've recorded a bonus episode that we will be yes. releasing fairly shortly um, about that and a uh, thing to catch you up so we're all ready to do that in future episodes so uh i think that's about it as always you can find us on twitter and tumblr at talon podcast uh go ahead and if you have any thoughts send us a twitter reply or a uh, tumblr ask yeah and uh find us on itunes and yep (laughs) uh yeah as always thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week 211 more episodes to go.